Welcome to the Slim and Thick West Coast podcast, a space for those in the community. From news, media, and everything in between, this is a labor of love for the community that we love. So sit back and welcome to the conversation. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Slim and Thick WC podcast. It's your girls. This is Thick. Good morning, afternoon, or night, wherever you are. Welcome to the Slim and Thick WC podcast. This is Slim, and I just want to thank you for joining the conversation. It's been a minute, you know, because we're professional people doing professional stuff. And I actually have been greenlit. They greenlit me. And currently, I am working what is called summer acceleration. It's, it's called summer acceleration, but basically what it is is just literally we're supposed to be just meeting up and like <laughs> that's like working summer. through the summer, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because people always assume. Okay, listen here. People always assume, and, and and I would assume that too. They're like, oh man, you must like teachers must have it so easy. It must be so great working at school because you're like off over the summer and everything. Listen, the the year that I graduated. And I didn't start working for the school, so I got accepted, and I knew I was gonna get the contract, oh, my yeah, work contract, and I didn't August. start. I didn't start till August. Those were the three hardest months of my <laughs> life. Okay, I was like, this is this is the money that I had. That was it. That was it for that interim. You have to understand that we have to try yeah. and stretch that dime as far as we possibly can during those months okay some people are like i literally had i think someone in the meeting was like so do we know about summer it's like oh you know i mean those who want to work summer and and the person was just like no i just want to know about it because i really don't want to like (laughs) a lot of us are tired (laughs) <laughs> we are so tired. Everybody is tired. We are like trying to make it. They literally had a seminar call titled like Make It to June. <laughs> because people are tired. Tired. Okay. Yeah. Some people are like literally trying to decide if they're even going to come back next year. So. I feel like that's the workforce in general. Because even when job. I'm working, like it's just kind of like. <laughs> I feel like anytime I talk to somebody, there's, like, some sort of, like, temporary thing going on. They're just like, I don't know. It's like, I might travel. I might go to the float pool. I might just do per diem. I might do something. Because they're they're exhausted. Understandably so. But it's just kind of (laughs) like... At this point, it just sounds like everybody can go anywhere at this point I just like I don't care I literally had I was going I did a presentation for a teacher okay so I was gonna make this a separate thing but since working okay I mean I made it I mean I made it this long without having like the one kid that broke me yeah Um, so uh you do a lot of things as a school social worker. I don't think people really realize that. There's like a lot of hats that you can wear. And I'm a very hands-on type of person. I think Slim and I are both a hands-on type of people in our careers and our professions. Um, because our, I think our careers and our professions require that. 
but yeah but I think especially the biggest thing about our stuff is that we get very personal with a lot of the people that we work with not only work with like staff and stuff but also with like the patients and the people that we see so we have to be working with like we have to be managing you know the emotions of our colleagues our emotions and then our patients or students and the people that we're working with and yeah. all of that. So that like, that's a whole bunch of moving parts happening at once. So in this class that I was presenting to, like this is my first presentation. I'm excited. I haven't presented in a while. I was, uh, I was an advocate. Mm. I did presentations. Like I was a presenter person. Anytime anyone had a presentation, knew when they wanted a child test or whatever, no matter how tough it was, I was going to do it. I was like, I'm putting myself in this position because I want to learn these skills. Um, I'm an introvert by nature. I don't think people really know that, actually. Mm -hmm. I was like painfully shy as a kid. I only had one best friend growing up. One person that I would consider a best friend, mm -hmm. honestly. I, but I was like a very private person. So people would be like, what? What? No way. Like you were, no, like I purposefully would have to build myself up to socialize because like I had like a really bad social anxiety. Like if you didn't me see too. me, I would be, I would be sweating through my shirt giving a presentation, just talking to someone on the phone. Like, even still now, I will be looking at the phone, it'll be ringing, and then I'll wanna just like, let it go to voicemail, and then text the person like, why were you calling? It's <laughs> <laughs> just so like that, like as an adult, like you, but I was like, okay, so as a kid, I was like, it's do or die. I'm a very practical person. I feel like as a kid, I was a practical person too, where I was just like, yeah. we had immigrant parents. So we <laughs> had no choice but to be practical because exactly. we were the retirement plan. So yeah, it's exactly. just a different level there. So it was like, here's the thing. It's, it's like, I wasn't great at math. Math was a struggle and all that. And a lot of the stuff like accountant, um, computer programmer, even some boyfriend's computer programmer, all that type of stuff. Stuff where you don't work with people. Yeah. It required math and other things that I was not really jamming with at the time. Yeah. So I, was I like, literally you know was what? like, let me just not do that. Yes. So I was like, girl, what are the jobs that you can possibly be really good at? So, it was like social studies, teacher, things like that that I was looking at. I'm like, all those things require you to be social. You're going to have to learn social skills. Yeah. So, that is why I kind of really like applied myself and like bit the bullet. And it's like, you're going to have to learn to get over this. Or at least be able to mask it really well. So, that's literally me as a kid just being like, yo do or die kid the world will not adjust to you you must adjust to the world and adapt yeah, yeah. to survive mm -hmm. um that's wild i know like i wasn't <laughs> i don't know why that's just me as a kid and then also like oh i want to help people too like that was really cool um 
but yes helping people also means you have to learn how to socialize with other people as well and understand how to socialize helping people means that you have to deal with people <laughs> yes so there's a lot of that that has to go on even people that you don't like so all that stuff's going on um but in this case i was like okay this is my first presentation after a while presentations I think slim has done presentations with me like I think we've grown into it like if you can present on any of the topics I think that we've done so far like you've presented to some hard schools like even yeah. I think some of the schools that I've said like like when slim was a Europe ambassador and she did smart goals by the way um, Students hate smart goals. Uh, adults hate smart goals. I know they do, but it's like a part of me. It's just like I hate it too. But at the end of the day, I'm just like it. Just it makes so much sense. And then anytime actually, people are like, I don't know how to do this or whatever. True. I'm just like, well, is it specific? It's true. Is it measurable? <laughs> is it attainable? Do you think it's realistic? Do you have a time frame? Because guess what that is? That's a smart goal. <laughs> You so <laughs> I have given back to that, basics. Back I, to basics. Exactly. I have given that presentation so, so many times. I can literally remember every aspect of what a smart goal is, why you want to make a smart goal, and every like you can literally turn anything and everything into a smart goal. And or trace it back, or at least trace back to someone who's trying to attain or do something or accomplish something make the goals into smart goals so that you can get to what you need to get to you can accomplish it you won't be overwhelmed yes. and it makes it more once something becomes more realistic and more attainable once you've made that mental decision that i've decided yes. this is this is attainable for me it's realistic for and me you've broken it down exactly then you're more likely to follow through with the steps because you see a path forward exactly because you're like i can see the end goal i can see how i can get there so me yeah especially too when i was career planning career planning that's like a long-term thing getting to your yeah. career and i think a lot of times as we are getting lost in the shuffle we can forget like we can get overwhelmed like oh my god what if i don't get this or I don't accomplish this or I don't get this finished and then you can lose your way very easily I feel like with stuff that's a exactly. long term type of thing yeah. but with the whole smart goal thing it's like for me when I was doing it in the passion planner stuff <laughs> you know like it had right the one year yes. three year and five year goal yeah. right so I remember looking I just recently looked at my last passion planner I had what? My one year was getting into a graduate program. So I got to my social work program. Three years graduate from said graduate program. Um, <clears throat> and then find a, pra um, find a social work job. Mm -hmm. And then take my licensing exam, attain my license. I accomplished all those things. And I looking back at all of the stuff, there were smart goals that I had labeled. Agreed. One step by yeah. step by step by step. Exactly, and I Even feel like, like my mental health journey. Step exactly. By step, find the right I, therapist. I feel follow like my medication. Yeah. Do my self care. I feel like kids say that they hate it and stuff like that, but it's like when I 
tell them about it and stuff like that. I'm like, you're making smart goals every single day. True. When you're like trying to decide, okay, like, am I going to do my homework first or am I going to go out with my friends? If you're like, I'm going to do this and then this and then this because it just makes more sense. You're creating the structure of a smart goal in your head. It's just that now we're asking you to write it down so that you have a physical representation of it and a physical reminder like, hey, this is a goal that I said that I was going to have for myself and what I I want to do. It's kind of cool because, like, I'm sure you too. Like you said, you love looking at how you check stuff off boxes and check it off. Yeah. Like, and so far, you know, you have like this long list of stuff you have to do this weekend. <laughs> but when you check it off and you look back and you're like, this seems so overwhelming at the moment. Yeah. But now when I look back and I'm like, I did it, and now I'm making like this new list to get my clinical license. I'm kind of trying exactly. to follow the same format. And it's just, it's crazy sometimes because you're like, this seems so overwhelming. It seemed like it was going to be such a long road that it was going to be like, this is years off from now exactly. and all that. And then now you I'm looking know? back and I'm like, wow, like actually looking at exactly. my planner, it's like, you know, and you too probably looking like, yeah. I'm going to get to the nursing program. I'm going to do this. And now you're graduating. I'm graduating. Yay! about to become like an actual nurse and like we were talking about it in class too about when we were specifically talking about imposter syndrome too but we were talking about like how getting over that fear because my friend she is in the ER as an app and she is like I mean from what I can understand she's being a freaking rock star but I mean like (laughs) in general I would say that she is a rock star she knows so much information she knows so much skills and everything like that and she gives me so many tips and everything like that and she's literally just like I'm so scared like I I, Mm -hmm. like every time I go in there I'm so scared and all that stuff and I don't want to mess up and I don't Mm want to make a mistake and all that stuff and I'm like "Mm mm-hmm when it comes to smart goals and stuff like that we can create them and it can seem really scary like this is somehow some unknown thing you know like it's something that I have never encountered before in my life but the reality is it's like you can focus on the future and it can be scary and stuff like that but I was literally like look at all of the stuff that you've had that you've done before yeah you are in your seventh semester out of eight semesters of nursing school yeah you have given medications before you have educated patients you have taken vital signs you have done all that stuff and now you're working in an ER you're you're learning so much more skills than I am learning on a med surge floor as an ER you're learning about flexibility you're learning about time management you're learning about quick response time you're learning about all of this stuff do you know you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I'm just like you're not focusing on the stuff that you have done enough to be able to say hey look I've done it before and I might not know how to go about getting to this goal right now but I'm like I have skills I have all that stuff that I can build on top of to reach where I need to go right and yeah. it's just like, yeah, and I and we were talking about it and stuff like that, and she showed us, like, this article thing, mm-hmm. and there was a little, like, segment or whatever that I just happened to catch or whatever, and it was about this swimmer who was, like, a famous swimmer, I forgot his name, but, like, he swam from Alcatraz Island, like, all the way to San Francisco, oh, like, wow. that's expansive land or whatever, and he said, he's like, whenever I'm, I'm swimming or anything like that, I never really focus on the shoreline, I focus on how far I, I came from the starting point and I'm just like that just makes so much more sense because it's like when we look at the shoreline we're thinking oh this look at all this point. stuff that I need to do to get there it yeah. looks so far away like how much more do I have to go like I don't know how the rest of this journey is going to go and stuff like that rather than thinking about like I managed to cross this whole expanse 
by myself with what little knowledge I had at the time. Mm-hmm. And because of that, now I have more knowledge and stuff like that. But we don't really think about that. We just see that as our present self. We don't see us as attaining more knowledge. We just see ourselves as the same. I just, I love it so much in terms of like, yeah, I don't even see it myself because like I was telling you, I feel like I was, I minimize it a lot. Like even, like even this new supervisor came into the position. This is my new boss. (laughs) They met up with me and I was telling them like, okay, this is the patterns that I saw. This is what I collected. So from day one on the job, we didn't really have, and I feel like every person, okay, so every nurse, teacher, doctor, any person that is professional and even just regular workers, frontline workers, any person entering the workforce and just going through this pandemic, you are incredible. I know that people have been just kind of like throwing it out there like, okay, you know, like that just like, no, like, like for real, like, yes, when you're like, Instead of looking at the shoreline like that endpoint, I know we were all looking for the endpoint. I know. And I know we're like, oh, we're all in this together and everything. But I just, I just, I do want to like for a minute, like just, just stop for a second and just reflect on the fact like we made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> we made it to this point or you or whoever made it to this point. Like literally I was sitting in my office and, um, I was telling them about, like, I want to roll out this different type of program for summer acceleration. Um, I collected this much data and stuff. And and you were telling me about your experiences being on the floor as a nap and you kind of helping others, coming to the school, you talking about your nursing experience and talking about all the stuff you've learned and everything. And, you know, someone just said, like, you both have, you and, and so many others have come so far. Yeah. You just, just, and and then like it just made me, made me stop. Like you've come so far. Like it never exactly. even occurred to me. Like you've come so far from day one. Yeah. Like when you all started, when we all started as graduates in our classes, in our first positions, exactly. As in, starting out in those jobs and everything, just trying to figure out our way as exactly. best as we possibly can with our limited knowledge. You know, even me, I said, like, I never imagined being a school social worker. I'm sure you never imagined being a nap. I'm sure yeah. a lot of people never imagined the position that they would be in. And they were, we were like, we were doing the, be- we were doing the best we can. We were exactly. figuring out as we are going, like, is, is this the right way? Maybe. Okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. Let's pivot. Like, it's yeah, as best like, as we possibly can. Like but you now, like, we're, like, literally standing yeah. here mentoring and talking to other people offering support and it's like they're like you yeah you've come so far and yes that little knowledge that you're like I don't really know but like no like the fact that there's some people that I've seen that have grown so much that have like you know before probably terrified to death even speaking to a, a customer a person or whatever and now you're like hey hey no, like this is the rules. These are the policies. This is what's gonna go on. I'm gonna handle. I'm jumping in. 
all hands on deck. Yeah. Just jump in with everybody. And it's like a yeah. team effort. I, I, I love it. And yeah, and I you, we did that. You're yeah. a part of that. And I think it switched me around when I was talking to the nurses and stuff like that. And I was telling them about my experience like in nursing school versus as a nap and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I'm not doing like a lot of nursing skills and stuff like that that I like I would want to and stuff like that. But I'm like, the people here are really nice. I like the environment. I like the nurses here. They're very open and they want to they wanna help me, you know, as a nursing student in the time that I have, you know. But I'm like, you're obviously busy, blah, 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 and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yeah, like you learn a lot more even if it's just the soft skills and stuff yeah. like that. Because that's still very important. Like it is. talking with nurses, he's like, when I see you talking with the patients and stuff like that, it's much different than when I see nursing students come in, you know, because we're taught the whole, like, hello, my name is so-and-so, and I'm a nursing student from so-and-so, and I'm going to be helping you today with my nurse here. Can I do anything for you and stuff like that? And you go through the whole script and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, now when I walk into the room, I'm like, hey, what's up? My name is so-and-so, and I'm going to be helping you and stuff like that. Um, is there anything you need and stuff like that? And I can go, I can yeah. m- have a conversation, basically, and I can yeah. build that relationship rather than just being like, okay, like now I'm expecting you to say the next thing that I think that a patient is gonna say (laughs) yeah or if that's not the case it's like hey tell me more about that not shying away from tough conversations yeah I see people like I want to help I want to care more I want to have those conversations and I love seeing people growing I'm so proud of like kiddos and people that I'm seeing have that type of growth and like you said yes like and I'm so proud of seeing your growth and like seeing other people's growth too. I know nothing. <laughs> no, no, like that. I think that personal growth is important too. Like the fact that I'm seeing people now, especially in this movement now, where I've seen others saying like, "Hey, you know, actually, what's really important to me too, though, is that I don't want to." run myself into the ground I'm taking my mental health very seriously I'm taking my health very seriously workers that are really demanding more of the companies and places that they work at to make sure that not only are our health not only that our health is safeguarded but that we're doing right by our patients and our clients and students and stuff by making sure that they safeguard our health and the health of others as well and so like that standing up for that and doing that type of stuff is is really amazing. And so yes, I've had a lot like I've had weird conversations. I mean, I've had so many conversations and so much stuff like pivoting and like weirdness that happened. Where it's just yeah, like I feel like I've I've, ha- I've asked a lot of students some it's just some like weird stuff where it might just be like okay, like so. Um, <laughs> what's what's going on and then I've come from that to just kind of like please can you really tell me like are you trying to hurt yourself do you want to hurt yourself do you want to end your life like oh straight up what I never in a million years thought I would ever get to that point where I'm like listen we have to talk about this we have to talk about death we have to talk about dying we have to talk about these very tough topics I know they're difficult but I want to be here for and you. And I have to deal with, you know, and the patients <laughs> and their families just being oh, like, where's the doctor? <laughs> where's the nurse? It's uh, like, um, I'm not sure at the moment, but is there anything that I can do for you? Do you want to really a message? Like, is there any way that I can make 
this expedited quickly, like, you know, all that stuff. Being rude. <laughs> being rude as you are. I know. I was like, I being mean, as you have attitude I, right now. I love how we both reached our breaking points around the same time. Me with the student and you. Well, it was a group of students, to be fair. Freaking 79-year-old grandpa came home, and this was, I swear, this is the first time I ever seen her, just like, I was like, hey, you want to talk? We usually decompress, right? She's my, she's my safe person. She was literally just like, um, maybe after I eat, and like, give me five minutes or something, and I was like, okay, today was bad. What is happening? So I really, really wanted to ask her, like, what's going on, whatever, but I didn't push. Don't do that. I just recommend don't do that if someone is upset. I was able to help her calm down with food and TV, which is all us hardworking femmes really need, so pro tip partners out there. So, as always, thank you everyone for joining us this evening, morning, or night. This is your girls, as always, signing off, and we always appreciate you as our listeners. Yes. So again, thank you for joining the conversation. We had a great time and we hope that y'all had a great time. Always have a good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.